I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to another episode of Crossing Soccer Borders, a podcast focused on the growth of CONCACAF soccer and part of the DynamoTheory.com podcast network. I am Rudy. And I am Rodrigo. Rodrigo, what's up? How you been, man? How's this week so far? And I've been good, tired, went down to Houston, obviously got to see you guys. Um, had a pretty long, well, it's always a long drive, but um, got back home pretty late uh, Sunday night. Um, and then, you know, right into the work week. And uh, it's been good, though, trying to get some rest. And um, obviously, we have a lot of soccer to talk about. All leagues are going. And um, it's it's good. What about you? Yeah, man, we were able to kind of check, obviously, see you uh, this weekend. And I was going to say, man, do you get tired of those long drives going back and forth just on the, you know, I guess, two, three-day turnaround, basically? It's not that bad. Um, yeah, it's better when it's like a three-day weekend. Um, I think I'm just getting used to it now that I don't even do like Google Maps or anything. I just kind of know the route. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay, though. But, um, yeah, no, we were able to hang out as a family. Um, took the kids um, to the Houston Zoo, but not really the zoo. Well, not the zoo, but the Herman Park and stuff. So a lot of people. It was kind of cool. We went to... Uh, the little train that they have that goes around the zoo and stuff. So something different, I guess. Uh, and, you know, uh, Diana has a lot of things planned for the kids during the fall and stuff. So I'm going to be the photographer of the family, take a bunch of fall pictures and why not? Since, you know, we apparently have fall here in Houston, which I've never seen. I've been here for a while. But um, <laughs> with that, uh, yeah, no. Oh, and also like we finally closed on our house. That's a big thing that happened last um don did uh last wednesday uh so construction should start soon hopefully sooner than later we're definitely eager for that to get started so that way maybe whenever you're back in houston we can uh do uh recordings or stuff like that uh for the house as well but hey man yeah plenty of soccer to talk about obviously if you are an avid soccer lover you see that there's champions league which is definitely the biggest thing uh def right now and obviously we have it for CONCACAF as well as europe which who doesn't love european champions league right i know that uh uh liverpool ended up winning big time and i was actually sharing for their team but it's all right not a big deal <laughs> just because i like the catito but um, hey, i like them too and i wanted him to do well but obviously i wanted Liverpool to win but yeah i mean we're gonna talk about that game later yeah, no, we'll, we'll, I think that's a perfect. We can start with the uh, real quick. We'll hit on the 2021 CONCACAF League that obviously gets uh, teams into the Champions League uh, for CONCACAF. And I mean, the subject that we can't like skip just because it's too goddamn funny. It's uh, the whole Suriname um, vice president 
uh, controversy about him being 60 years old, playing for his team that he owns. And then after the game, handing money to the other people from Honduras uh, and Olympia's team. And Jesus, you cannot get any more CONCACAF than that, right? I mean, just everything that you expect, you know, all the crap that CONCACAF goes through. Um, you know, you really want to push for CONCACAF and like for them to continue to get better. But God dang, they do like the funniest thing sometimes. Rodrigo, what do you think about that? it's it's sad but it's funny i mean you know watching that video of him in the locker room everybody gathering around um and whoever had their cell phone out i i you know they knew what they were doing you know like you're gonna get them in trouble and obviously now they're bones in um disqualified from the tournament but uh yeah that's one of those concacaf things that um just sounds such concacaf style and uh you think it will stop happening but i guess we still have it Yeah, no, it's it's just funny because it reminds me of like when you would go and play like at uh, the amateur leagues in Houston and the guy had the money and just like paying players like to go get things or paying players just because they played or whatever. It's just so like a CONCACAF tradition, I guess, man, to just continue to do that. And you're absolutely right. Whoever pulled out their phone is, I mean, they knew what they were doing, but they're stupid because obviously at the end of the day, they all got disqualified, which... You know, after Olympia having a 6-0 win, it sucks to get disqualified for sure. Yeah, and who knows if they're going to suspend them even further after that. Well, I do know that the guy, the president or whatever, or the owner of the team, vice president of Suriname, he apparently, like, can't be... Striker. Huh? <laughs> no, and striker. <laughs> striker, yeah, exactly. He was wearing the number 61. I thought that was hilarious. Because he was born in 1961, get it? Anyways, but what was so funny to me was no that they apparently suspended the guy. Like uh, he can't be a part of the team or like the any uh, team activities for three years. So yeah, all jokes aside, sucks to be that. But um, yeah, so obviously like there's a lot, a uh, ton of matches playing. Uh, we have uh, a few people qualified, like Forge FC to the uh, quarterfinals and when well, the other and the flip side of that Suriname or Inter Mongatope versus Olympia match um, Westatoy and Alajualense whoever wins which currently I think Alajualense is still up they would pass all the way to the semifinals so talk about a look, lucky break as you try to get to the final right and win it um, but yeah plenty of matches and we'll continue to talk about who qualifies Uh, for the Champions League, which it would be interesting to see exactly who else kind of continues on. Um, but, Radu, if you want to add anything else, um, if not, we can move on to our next topic, bro. Hey, whatever you say, you were on mute the entire time. Oh, my bad. I just realized that I have some dogs crying over here, so I'm trying to mute it as I can. No, you know, I was just saying, um, yeah, it's just it's, with all these games going on for Colin Cup, it's um, – Interesting to see, like, the Forge FC, how they're a Canadian-based team, but, you know, they don't compete in the MLS like the other um, Canadian teams do. So, I don't know. It's just, you know, other other things to know about. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's a lot. It's interesting whenever you see all the 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 teams that, from all the different nations. But I'll move on to uh, Campeones Cup, which this one only uh, emphasized, or it's only MLS and uh, Liga MX teams playing against each other and 
what the translation of that Campeones Cup basically means, champions of champions. So you have the Columbus crew who won last year's MLS Cup playing against uh, Cruz Azul who won the Liga MX uh, final this past season. Um, they actually play Wednesday night at seven o'clock. So this should be, a, I may watch this match just because it should be a pretty intriguing match. But I think both teams are in very good shape, especially Columbus as of late. They had like a little bit of drop. And then Cruz Azul, obviously, after winning, um, they've been playing pretty well. And it should be a fun match. But the big thing here, the big draw here is obviously you get uh, basically a U.S.-Mexico. And it's, you know, it's something that is very common nowadays. Even seeing, obviously, we talked about how the uh, Champions League final uh, there's obviously no MLS team in it again. Um, but even looking at the Leaks Cup, you know, we had a final between Seattle and man, who was the other? I, I'm blanking on the name. Leon. Yeah, Leon. And so you have uh, Seattle against Leon. It looked like a very good match. And then at the end of the day, Leon, the club from Mexico, ends up winning. You're good. Um, but you know, it's one of those that we continue to see this. I think it's great for competition. We know that it's not like it's only Mexicans and Americans playing on this teams. Um, you have players from South America, from Africa, from Europe, you know, they're just different uh, places around the uh, globe and around the world. So competition just keeps getting better. And of course, uh, it just helps out. Um, region as a whole, but Rodrigo, you want to add anything on that? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. I just wanted to add on the League Cup. I know we kind of felt we talked about the whole expansion of the tournament, but we did fail to uh, mention that game in that final. Um, but man, I, I really enjoyed that game. I actually watched it, you know, from the first to the ninetieth minute. And um, I was somewhat rooting for Seattle, even though, you know, like as a Mexican, you're like, oh, I want the Mexican team to win. Um, but now I was kind of rooting for Seattle because they've been dominating the past years and thought they kind of deserved something like that. And they started off like pretty hot. Um, but I think what killed them, it was Leon made the right subs at the right time. And after that, it was like, you no, know, going back. I mean, they completely just dominated as soon as those, um, they made those subs. And, um, I think they were up 3-1 and they, I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was some kind of a lucky goal that Seattle found um, to make it 3-2. But, yeah, Leon had that game really wrapped up. But, yeah, I mean, and this game with Cruz Azul against uh, Columbus is going to be pretty interesting. And I think, you know, it should be almost the same kind of style of um, going back and forth. Yeah, and, of course, this match is going to be playing in Columbus. It seems like all the finals keep continue, are going to continue to be played in the States, which is good, obviously, for those fan bases and for, you know, the good of soccer, I guess, uh, people continue to see, uh, like, the best competitions out there, uh, which creates that interest by others, you know, maybe 
casual fans to get more involved in their um, city's team if they're lucky enough to have one, via being MLS, of course, or being um, the USL and why not. But, yeah, good stuff. Uh, definitely a game to watch uh, for the CONCACAF. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and move to Champions League. We usually don't talk about uh, the European Champions League. Um And we definitely won't break down every single game because there's plenty of them uh, from today's matches. But I do want to point out just a few of the uh, players from CONCACAF that saw some action. Um, one of them being from um, the American playing with uh, RV Leipzig, if I pronounce that right or not. Uh, but that being Tyler Adams, he got a few minutes uh, past the 75th minute or so of match. Uh, we saw, I did mention Liverpool winning 5-1. Uh, Roger, you probably watched it. You want to like uh, go a little bit in depth on that one? I mean, feel free, but definitely uh, the, emphasize uh, what you thought of like the uh, uh, Mexican Tecatito Corona. I mean, of course, I had to watch it. I mean, kind of watch, mostly listen to it um, since, you know, work and all. And I try to take a later lunch or something just so I can catch a little bit more. But, you know, being at 2 p.m. is kind of hard. Um, but yeah, uh, the only thing with like, I guess the difference in Porto and Mexico team with um, Tecatito is they put him more as a right back. And I guess it's more like a right wing back in their style of play because he does tend to try to attack more. Um, but he looked good. There was a, a few moments where he had a couple crosses that they, you know, somebody should have find the, the net on those. Um, There was one play, I believe, that led to the goal that he actually started the whole run-up, uh, passed it off, and um, they made a good uh, cross um, into the six. And uh, just I think it was like a diving header almost to give him uh, that lone goal. But overall, I mean, you know, from my perspective and the whole other side of Liverpool, um, I think they played well. But honestly, they got some really, really lucky goals. Um, If you guys haven't watched the highlights, I recommend they just um, think there was one that uh, the goalkeeper just came out way too far. And uh, Firmino just kind of like slowly place or try to roll it in from I don't know, 30 yards out and the goalkeeper made a run to it. And it looked like he had saved it. But when you really look at it, it went in. Um, there was also like a funny, like another funny goal that it looked offsides and then he just put it in. But anyways. Uh, it's not like they're just dominating, you know, the 5-1 score. But I guess we can jump onto the next match. Or another player, and probably, I guess, the most exciting one was the Madrid versus Sheriff. And uh, and we had another player from CONCACAF um, see some minutes there. Um, yeah, he's a uh, guy from Trinidad. Yeah, Tobago, Kesson Julian. He came in in the 78-minute But, yeah, man, that game is exciting. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, Sheriff is um, one of those teams that had never really made it into the group stages of the Champions League. And um, and this is their first big or the biggest competition they've been in, um, a part of the Champions. And, you know, they won 2-0 at home against Chaksar. And then they go and play at Santiago Bernabeu. You know, Bernabeu had been, I think, in... Um, remodeling for the last two years almost I think or a year and a couple months and uh and they finally get a Champions League back there and they pull off a miracle um they 
you know, I saw some highlights and the keeper was just on fire. I think he had like 10 saves and then the last minute goal that was just a stunner. But Sheriff took that one 2-1. Yeah, no, that was very impressive because of the guy, you know, he, uh, I believe he's a left back or a right back. So definitely came in to close out the game. I guess they were hoping for a draw, but ended up pulling the upset. And that's two upsets in a row for for a team that maybe nobody really assumed anything but last place. Um, and so they're showing that they can keep up with the big boys by surprising Inter Milan last uh, match day and obviously Real Madrid this time around. And very excited to see more CONCACAF players. Obviously, maybe some people not necessarily know exactly who that guy is unless you're from Trinidad Tobago. We'll try to do some digging and find out uh, who was able to get some minutes today. And don't get me wrong, probably some of our listeners are like, oh, well, this, you know, Hector Herrera was with Atletico Madrid. Yes, we know. But the guy did not get any minutes. So I'd make sure to uh, just call out the guys that were able to see some action. And tomorrow, again, some will see action as well. And that uh, definitely, that definitely uh, allows us to see, you know, how CONCACAF has just become better and uh throughout the years and obviously it's great to see our players move to europe as well or wherever leagues they decide to play on but rodrigo unless you want to touch on anything else real quick with the champions league uh you want to move into our next topic yeah i guess we can mention um the other one was ajax versus besitas that uh you know christian i believe that's his team that follows from uh cuatro cuatro dos and um uh, they ended up Ajax ended up winning 2-0. Um, the Mexican international um, Edson Alvarez uh, played, I believe, the full 90. Um, had a decent performance, and uh, yeah, I mean, the team keeps on winning and dominating some teams. Yeah, and I totally forgot to mention uh, Edson Alvarez, and he did very well. I don't, I don't think he scored, but I know that he was definitely. Uh, you know, did a lot for the 2-0 win uh, that Ajax had against Vizquiz. But moving on to our final, I guess, topic would be a little bit on the Houston Dynamo, touch on them. Um, obviously, when we talked, they had uh, a basically three matches won. Well, let me see. I'm thinking. Or did we just beat Dallas? I don't remember now. They started They started the run with um, Austin FC tied against LA Galaxy. And then they um, beat Dallas. And then, unfortunately, this weekend, they lost against Minnesota 2-0. Yeah, it definitely looked like the old Dynamo. I wasn't able to watch it since I was doing stuff. But once I saw the highlights, if you haven't seen it, Jesus Christ, uh, Tim Parker just looked absolutely like, I, I don't know, like the dude had never seen the soccer ball in his life in that second goal. But, yeah, it was awful, and it reminded you of the Dynamo that we're used to, which is not good. But hopefully, with about seven games left, playoffs are probably out of the picture, but at least kind of go out with a dignity or with some dignity, since I think Tav Ramos is probably not going to be back. Um, And uh, just quickly to add, uh, it seems like the GM position is getting to see some candidates can 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 dang it i'm gonna have to edit that <laughs> but anyways 
Uh, there's a few, uh, I think a few ex Dynamo players that uh, are in talks with Ted Siegel and to get in that uh, general manager position. Uh, Pat Onstad is one of them. I think uh, Craig Wavell and they have mentioned Brian Ching. Again, this is all rumors to an extent. Um, so I don't know exactly if that's true. Plus, I would see Ted Siegel being smart in that, maybe getting something completely different as well that just brings more um, experience. Yeah, and I think uh, just to, I guess, cut in on that, but um, I believe he also had, he was open about the idea of having the actual general manager position filled with like a vice president manager, or I guess, or whatever you want to call it, like a, not like an assistant manager, but some face like you know like brian ching or a past player to kind of help out in that yeah i think like they were trying to break so, down break down the position into like multiple or basically like two uh aspects of it maybe have like a how some teams have like a general manager and like a technical director or something like that would be good to have for sure because if you bring somebody like brian ching i mean i love the guy he's good but do you really know, you know, he doesn't have any experience being a GM per se. So it'd be as much as he's like a club legend, you don't want to put a lot in the guy's shoulder and then people hate him for that aspect of like, you know, being on that side of, of the, uh, I guess the, the aspect of the team instead of like being like a, a player that he was. But um, I guess the one thing that I want to say before we cut it, uh, would be that uh, we have the matchups coming up for uh, FIFA World Cup, man. So, like, next time when we record next Tuesday, matches start on Thursday. So, we'll definitely touch uh, more on those matches coming up and be able to find out or figure out exactly which uh, players are coming to each of the nations. And I know that uh, we joke around about how Christian Pulisic seems to be heard often. <laughs> but we we need to figure out exactly who was there to represent their uh countries as they try to make that big leap you know try to get uh create that gap in the next three matches Rodrigo, you want to add anything on that and if not um feel free to close those out man uh no yeah just excited to you know see how that's going to play out um maybe they change those COVID regulation rules or you know i know there's a lot of premier teams that have players going out and um, they were affected last time around. I'm not sure if that's going to change this time. But, you know, it kind of just sucks that those players have to miss some of the CONCACAF games and their team might possibly not qualify into the World Cup because of it. But, yeah, I mean, it's just to hit on that. Cool. And with that, keep crossing soccer borders. <laughs>